You're all very welcome back to another podcast delivered to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie. We're delighted to have our next guest. It's Tara Fay, who is listed as one of the leading wedding planners by Harper's Bazaar. How are you, Tara? I'm good, Paul. How are you? Great. Well, look, we could be better, couldn't we? We could be a lot better. <laughs> we could be way better. But look, you know, as the saying goes, we are where we are. Yeah. So... We're in uh, level five. Um, the talk at the moment is no live music, no dancing, no hairdressers, no makeup, no novelty suppliers, no novelty acts. So there's a campaign going underway at the moment from the IHF, Wedding Band Association. And I think there's something kicking off as well within the makeup artist world as well. Um, can we just talk about that for, for the moment in relation to how we might be able to put pressure, if you want to use that word, on how we might be able to get this overturned? Yeah, I think if we've looked at when things have been overturned in the past, it has, has always been through public pressure. So by getting the um, save our um, save, save our first dance. Is yes, it? our first save dance. Our yeah, save our wedding dance. Yes, and hashtag. And also then save our bridal glam. So those two hashtags, if we can get those trending. But I think it's also by couples writing to their local representatives. So be that their councillors, their TDs, their senators, and, you know, explaining to them the position that they're in, because I think that people just assume that this, oh, let people get married, and they forget about sort of the emotional involvement that people have put into planning their wedding, but also the financial commitment that they have made, not just for, um, for themselves, but also for their guests, and also that there's so many small suppliers all around the country that are dependent on weddings happening. Yeah, and that's what we're seeing um, from all the variants of suppliers because Novelty Acts is a huge cohort of different types of suppliers um, and obviously live music, a huge cohort of musicians. On level three, you are not allowed to travel from county to county if you had 25 guests, but in level five, you could now travel from Donegal to Cork to go to a wedding. Yeah, and I do feel for those people who had their weddings in level three in those two weeks when there was no travel allowed because surely they're now looking at the people allowed a wedding in, under level five and they're going, well, I could have had something different. I could have been allowed to travel to my venue. Um, so I do feel for them. However, they were allowed the live music. And, you know, music brings joy. It brings happiness. And a wedding is about a celebration of joy and about a celebration of happiness. So it is hard to have... Um, you know, to have that celebration without that live music element. And I know that there is a huge element as well of confusion over, it says no live music, no dancing, and a reception must be seated. However, some venues and some locations for ceremonies are allowing live music for ceremonies, but then obviously no live music for later on. So live music some places is being allowed for receptions, for drinks receptions, but not during dinner. So there is that huge amount of confusion and also how long does this last for? Would it be recommended that someone that's in November that want live music, let's say we can't at the moment, what about jumping into December? Is December a safer bet? Would it be a recommendation? I mean, I would love to say, again, my crystal ball is, is, is sort of failing me at the moment. I would love to say that people should move to December so that they can have live music. However, without the certainty that we know that these sort of current restrictions that have been put in place 
And they're not written down in law anywhere. They have been released as part of a press release from the Taoiseach's office last week. They haven't been sort of like formulated into any guidance. They are just sitting there in um, Falter Ireland's guidelines for weddings. So we are hoping that they're going to be rowed back if, if and hopefully we do move back into level three. Now, I think people do need to bear in mind that all of the other considerations that were put in place will still stand under level three and possibly even under level two, which is, you know, the, the social distancing for, um, for seating, all of the different requirements for receptions, the mask wearing, the 11.30 curfew. So they probably will stay in place going towards the end of the year and possibly into early next year as well. So just be cognizant of that fact as well. And I think, as you say, people looking in at weddings and wondering why they're allowed to go ahead, I don't think they actually realise the amount of restrictions that have been put on weddings. So while we're very grateful that weddings are allowed to happen, there are huge elements of restrictions surrounding them, as there should be. Yeah. But they are also a very safe, controlled environment because the amount of sort of facilitation that hotels and venues have put in place and also that suppliers have put in place to ensure that every single element is ticked off. I mean, if we have a wedding, I have a production manager who spends literally just two days leading up to a wedding just dealing with COVID-related paperwork for every single one of our suppliers. Wow. Yeah, and I've I seen it firsthand from the suppliers as well, and the Wedding Band Association, their members um, completed a COVID-19 officer training course, actually as far back as July, and also wrote out some guidelines which were issued to the Hotel Federation. Um, so everybody is definitely trying to play their part. Hair and makeup, we should really bring that into the equation here, because under no setting can uh, hair and makeup uh, provide their services. And one of the biggest parts of, of certainly being a bride is to look beautiful on your wedding day and uh, later that day then enjoy your first dance and we see that campaign running from the IHF which is great you know just let the couple have their first dance but look we've, we've, we've spoken enough about that now moving on into next year um, lots of questions in from couples February March April May when is it going to end do I move to 2022 um, you know I was on a recent Instagram with you with Sarah Kennedy and you had spoken about the three different kind of planning uh, approaches do you want to talk about them because i think they were very interesting it, it it kind of as a couple if you're able to sit down and write these out then you can kind of say to yourself well if it's x we can go with it yeah i think if you think about the three numbers so 25 50 and 100 now at some point next year we would like to think that we will have rapid testing in place gatherings of over 100 people indoors would be allowed to take place but who knows when that is going to be so If you are getting married before that, you need to be prepared for the fact that you could have 25 people, you may be great and have 50, or you could even have 100. But I think you need to be prepared. At what point are you going to move your wedding or at what point are you going to go ahead with it? And then the other point as well is, and it's a lot of venues are having this this challenge as well, that for a venue or a hotel to run a wedding for 25 people, it is potentially loss-making for them. So while it is your amazing day and a very special day for you, it is also a business for them. Yeah. So yeah. venues have to be careful and have to have a minimum threshold that they're going to charge you. And I know a lot of people are finding it very hard to swallow a, a room higher cost that venues are, are imposing on them. 
if I go back a number of years, because I have been doing this nearly 25 years at this point, 15 years ago, people used to charge a room hire charge for weddings. Or, and they used to add on a, an extension charge or they would charge a minimum number of people. So what has happened over the years is that that room hire has disappeared and you are now paying for a minimum number at a fixed rate. And those fixed rate packages were only introduced about 15 years ago, 18 years ago, because I can remember helping some hotels write them. Yeah. So that is where the hotels have their break-even point. So if they fall below a certain number, they are going to start losing money. So if you think that your number that you have, your amount that you have allocated for your hotel, go to your hotel or your venue and have a chat with them and go, look, we may only be 25 people. I would still like to spend that same amount of money on the, on the, the smaller amount of guests and do add-on for guests have an a la carte menu, have the most amazing dinner that you've ever had. Yeah. You know, and the same with your florist, maybe save some money somewhere or else go and have this most beautiful table for 25 people. And we can't actually have one table for 25. Unfortunately, yeah. we have to have six people, but you can have sections of table of six people at a time. Yeah. You know, have a celebration yeah. for those 25 people. Don't let this, get in the way of you celebrating your wedding because that is what it is. A wedding, as I said earlier, is a place of joy and a place of celebration. Yeah. And look, I'm, 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 I'm in the entertainment part of it and we've been at the forefront of performing at weddings and it was a question with all of us uh, who are in wedding bands. How is this going to work at 50? How is it going to work at 25? How is the curfew going to work? And we keep on saying on these podcasts, it actually works really well. If you, wanna, if you want your 25 guests to have a good time, it would be the same as giving your 100 guests a good time. So get yourself a good band, have your DJ, stick to the format. It'll work. You do need entertainment. Now, obviously, I would be screaming from the rooftops to, to say to people, have entertainment, but it's a huge part of your day. No, I, I completely agree with you. And having had the opportunity to work at some smaller weddings this summer, I have to say that there has been no less joy or celebration in the room with the smaller number of people, be that 50 people, be that 25 people. Um, and, you know, have a band, have music. Who is to say that you can't have, I mean, a, a 15 people and you should still have some music. I yeah. have been at parties where there have been for less than 20 people. In fact, one of the best weddings I was ever at was a friend's wedding and there were 14 people at it. And yeah. what, and somebody asked me the other day, you know, like, how do I involve everybody in it and within the celebration? And I get, get everybody to stand up and speak for a few minutes and go around the table that way or else you as the couple speak about every single person who is at the table and why they're there and what they mean to you yeah and that can be as meaningful you know have your wedding have the celebration have your music absolutely have the music and as you said like an eleven thirty curfew i have not seen that having any detrimental effect because as you and i both know and couples will know there are certain times when it must be awful for you when you're looking out in an empty dance floor or one person wandering around in circles on the dance floor. <laughs> there are always times when there are empty dance floors. An earlier finish means the dance floor is full the whole time. Yeah. Because it's that 11 p.m., uh, post 11 p.m. time when the dance floor starts to empty out for an hour or so, and then the last hour it p- packs up again. 
So you will always have a full dance floor with even with twenty five people. Yeah, and that question as well. We we hear it firsthand from couples saying, "Oh, you know, sh- like should I have the band and DJ?" And we're saying, "Absolutely, you just start a little bit earlier." We did a wedding in Ballymcgarvey. We were on stage at six p.m. and you know we played till nine, and then DJ went till eleven, and it just it just really really worked. People sat down a little bit earlier for their meal, and if there's a hundred and fifty people at a wedding. Not 150 people would ever dance anyway. So 25 people on a dance floor is quite full. And most of the time, you know, people have been so suppressed over the last uh, couple of months. You hit one note, they're on the dance floor. Everybody's ready to, to get out, you know. And, and social distancing, I have to say, it, it actually is happening. No, and I think as well that, you know, and, and we say this a lot and we hear it a lot as well about um, personal responsibility. But people have to be responsible for themselves. I mean, you can't legislate for for um, for everything, but your guests are responsible for themselves and for their own safety. You cannot be responsible as a couple for their own decision making process. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, just to recap, I think the message for people definitely in February and March, as we're heading towards Christmas, if you're worried about what your wedding is going to look like, sit down. How will it look like with 25? How will it look like with 50? Will you will you have your wedding at 25? If not, you know, I think that's the best approach, isn't it, that we can share with people today? No, absolutely. I mean, you know, don't cancel. Yeah. That's one thing. And if you are postponing, why are you postponing? And I keep saying this all of the time in any of the Instagram lives I do or any of the Q&As I do. What are you postponing for? When are you postponing to? And what is the reason? And if you can answer those three questions and they all align, and this is you as a couple, not just you as the bride or you as the groom or whoever, or your parents or anybody else involved, you have to do what is right for you. And whether that's a wedding for 10 people and a party for 100 people in 18 months' time, just go ahead and do it. Absolutely. Well, look, for any couples getting married under level five, the campaign for to uh, keep live music and dancing is underway. And if you can chip in on that, that'd be excellent. Tara Faye, thank you very much for joining us on the Wedding Suppliers.ie podcast. Bye. Thank you very much. Thanks.